Hey, Nick. Hey, Bubba Weed. Hey, did you know this the song Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel? He, he was actually talking about his penis. What? The whole time? Yeah, it's, you know, he was talking about having sex. And and did you know that uh, the song Blinding Lights by The Weeknd was actually about driving under the influence? Under the influence? I figure driving because of the lights, but under the influence as well? And did you know that Weapon of Choice was actually about Dune? No, no. Now I know you're lying could be and uh, at lyrical innuendo we actually discuss these songs and more and decide if they are really about sex drugs or if they're just rock and roll and you can find the newest episodes on spotify and everything else at rabbitholepodcasts.com hey just a warning guys yes this is a podcast about board games but we use a lot of adult language and adult situations so listener discretion is advise. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Cinegamer, a podcast about intellectual property board games. I am Jason Soto, here with my sidekick, Toby. What's up, Tobes? What's going on? Uh, welcome to the December episode of Cinegamer. This is the last episode of 2023. And I thought we'd end the year with a list. Let's do a top 10 list. Let's do it. I wanted to revisit something that I've done before, but you have not. Yeah, I know. And uh, uh, we'll get to that in a moment. I'm excited. You are very excited. You were, man, you were troubled, anguished. You were sad even at one point. Uh, I want to do more. Yeah, you were, you wanted to do like a top 1,000. Um, I could almost do it, probably. But uh, we are not. We're going to do top 10. Uh, But before we do that, uh, just two very quick things. Uh, Everything we do here at Rabbit Hole Podcast is sponsored by Audible. You can go to audibletrial.com slash rabbitholepods and try it absolutely free for 30 days. You can download any audiobook, original show, or podcast that you want. After a 30-day trial is up, you only pay $14.99 a month to get access to more uh, original shows, podcasts, or uh, audiobooks. You are free to cancel anytime, even during or after the trial, and anything that you have downloaded uh, is yours to keep for the rest of your life. So uh, that audio file of uh, Stephen King's The Stand will be around with the cockroaches once the big bombs go <laughs> off, uh, so you do not worry about losing that book or show or whatever you're listening to. AudibleTrial.com slash rabbit hole pods. When you use that link, you help us out here at the network and we greatly appreciate it when you do. So thank you guys. So thank much. you. I also want to give a big thanks to the Patreon members, patreon.com slash rabbit hole pods for $1. Uh, what you do is you get access to episodes early. You get bonus content. Um, there's all kinds of neat stuff in there, hidden stuff. People that things that people forgot about. I've had this Patreon since May of 2020, I want to say. So there is a lot of shit to check out. A lot of stuff that's forgotten. 
There's old co-hosts of Your is on there. All kinds of neat stuff to check out on the Patreon. So go to patreon.com slash rabbit hole pods. One dollar will help us out. And I want to give a giant thanks to all of our Patreon members. Uh, I would not be able to do any of these shows or run this network without you guys. You guys are the backbone to Rabbit Hole Podcast. And I am very grateful. So thank you guys so, so much. Okay, I know we got a list episode, which might take some time, but I wanted to just quickly touch on two news items. They are re-releasing Evil Dead 2, the board game, on Kickstarter. It is a deluxe edition. Uh, This is from a company called Linvander. Now, there is some history to the original Evil Dead 2. Uh, Do you remember who the company was that was before? No, I did not. But they went defunct during it was during the Kickstarter, right? Like they had the game on Kickstarter. I think it funded. It, it funded. It did fund, and I can't remember what happened exactly. I think it went bankrupt or it, something. Yeah, I, th- I think they they didn't use the funds correctly or something. I just know that I I was a backer, and I thought I was going to be totally screwed on this and not get it. And I was excited for this game. Oh yeah, I really was excited because I absolutely. Love Evil Dead. Well, the yeah. Evil Dead series. Evil, all of them, yeah. So I was very, very upset. And then this company came in. They sw- they were swinging in like Tarzan, and, yeah. they, they, <laughs> and they and they rescued it. They came in and said, "Groovy, groovy, yes." And then uh, made the game a reality. Uh, but now it's out of print. And what was cool about it as well, if I may, sorry yeah, yeah, to interrupt, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, was that they didn't like charge us anything extra. If you had already paid mm-hmm. your money to that other company for for backing this Kickstarter, they did not charge you anything extra for it. I mean, that was fantastic for them to do. That yeah, that that's that's mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, so if you missed out on Evil Dead 2, the board game, because it was out of print after Dead, that company released it. That was it. Uh, so this company, Lynn Vander, who I don't think is, uh, I don't think they're the, they were the new one. So they got the right somehow to it. Uh, they decided to upgrade it. Um, uh, oh, is it? Oh, okay. Never mind. Same companies. Okay. There you go. Same companies. Um, they, they upgraded a little bit and then they added a solo mode because gamers bitch a fit, bitch a fit. Yeah. Uh, bitch a bit. Uh, (laughs) if there's no solo mode in their games, God damn it. Um, you can play two players somehow. They didn't explain the details. Um, uh, I think there's some other things. They added some new stuff to it. They upgraded. There's a dice bag, which may or may not have been in there. There's a cold Necronomicon tray, a dice tray, uh, cool looking dice with little oh, blood things. Yeah, that's definitely it. new. It's got a skull in it as well. It's got the Evil Dead skull in it. Um, yeah. So, oh, you can get different color different, dice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Necromicon Pages. Yes. Ah, okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to point this out because this is a cool game. We've played it a couple of times. Um, And uh, I forgot where I got my copy from. But because I didn't do the Kickstarter. You you did. I didn't. I got it somewhere else. I don't remember where right now. Hmm. Uh, But anyway, I just wanted to let everyone know, since this is an IP podcast, um, that that is back up on Kickstarter. 
And I want to say it's got, um, as of the day this is releasing, you probably have eight more days. So December 8th, this will fund. Uh, and it's definitely surpassed its yeah, goal. Yeah, definitely funding. So you will, so go check that out. And if you've missed out on Evil Dead 2, um, go get it. And I think we're going to cover this on the show some point in the future. So look out for that. The last thing that I want to talk about, and I think you already knew about this, because you might have told me, but I don't know. I just want to make sure. Oh, yeah. Um, is a game called Deceased. It is a zombicide game, and it's basically DC Zombicide. Uh, there was a Marvel version of this that came out earlier this year, I think. Yes. No, uh, it was called Marvel Zombies. zombies Marvel Zombies. Uh, so this is now the DC version of it. Um, and, of course, this thing way over its gold because it's a Simon game. Um, basically, they just print money. So, <laughs> um, but anyway, if you like Zombicide and you like DC characters and you've always wanted to see Superman as a zombie, boy, howdy, do we have a game for you? Holy shit, that is very expensive. And they're not, they're not even done yet. Oh, man. They're adding extra stuff to it right now. Of course they are. So it'll be a good five, six hundred dollars probably. Yeah, of course they are. Um, I always got this love hate thing with Simon because they always overdo their shit. Um, and there's this meme. I don't know if you've seen it, Toby, of like a very skinny cow who has like very just skin and bones. And then there's a farmer walking up to it with like five pails walking <laughs> to it. And the cow looks scared because it cannot be milked anymore. That's basically Simon with Zombicide. I know you love it. And I know it's a great game. I understand that. I just wish they would focus on something different. That's all. It is a cool game. I'm sure this is going to be fine. Are you talking about Simon should? Simon should. Because they're just churning out Zombicide games like left and right. Yeah. Well, I know they will sell. But they should, like, focus on, like, something else. Can you imagine if, like, Days of Wonder, like, all they did, like, nonstop was Ticket, Ticket to Ride? ride. I mean, they I have a lot. They do. But, that, <laughs> but that's all they did. Right. Like, they didn't focus on right. anything else. That's just how I look at it. I mean, Simon has Cthulhu Death May Die, and right. they do have some other ones, at least. And we, sh- and we need more of that. Now, that I'd be okay if they did something. Well, they do have uh-huh. one that's... I'd be okay with yeah, that. Yeah, I'm waiting on the, the third season of the Cthulhu Deathly Die, whatever that comes in. But with that said, that's just me. I know people are excited. I mean, obviously, people are fucking excited. We're almost at a million dollars? It was nine hundred. We're almost at a million dollars with nine days left to go. This thing's going to get a mill easy. Um, So I know people are excited, and that's fine. That is no, I'm excited. Cool. It is cool. I am not begrudging you. Um, And I'm sure it's going to be a fine game, and when you get it, I will play it with you, and I will enjoy it. It's just like, okay, something else besides Zombicide. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, this looks pretty cool. Um, you know, it does look similar to uh, the Marvel. Mm-hmm. It has that little tracker on the yeah, top. Yeah, I believe you can play with Marvel you can and combine these? I think you can combine. Oh, shit. Okay, now I'm a little more excited. Yeah, I believe you can combine, but I think, I think they're, it looks okay. like yeah, it's the same tracker boards. Yeah. So you got the same player boards. Uh-huh. So, yeah, you can do this. You can you can, you can can combine DC okay. and Marvel together here. Okay, I'm a little more excited. Yeah. That's kind of cool. And see, I just read this book, the graphic novel, oh, uh, a few okay. weeks ago. Oh, okay. And it's a bit of a, a little twist on it. I mean, they're not exactly zombies. Mm-hmm. It's the anti-life equation that oh, yeah. dark, that dark side is always searching for. Got it. And in the story, Cyborg gets 
he gets his downloaded into his into his computer memory and he sends it back to earth and everyone who is looking at their phone gets infected ha that's why the story is so great and that's why i'm really really interested it's a fantastic story all right that's kind of cool yeah that's kind of cool. And I mean, there's definitely things that, that happen in the book that I did not see coming. Mm-hmm. You know, with some of the characters that get infected and die. Because, I mean, they... There's some there's some superheroes that get fucked up yeah. in this book. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. I, I don't want to spoil anything. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, no. they, they did, you know, they did not pull any punches when they were writing this, this story. Oh. Of course, I don't know if it's going to be translated into the game at all yeah i mean as long as you know like the story you know you can go ahead and play it out or whatever but okay all right but yeah i'm, I'm terribly cool. excited about that this. is all right that is a little cool. yeah i'm not gonna deny that okay well any event there you go um because you know uh we us too had to tell people about you know you know this game it, it, it needed some love so uh deceased uh get that now that funds Oh, this is going to fund on the 30th of November. So, Patreon members, there you go. Uh, everyone else listening, I'm sorry. sorry. Oh, but they do late pledge shit like that, right? You can get it later. Usually, so, yeah. yeah. I, I be believe fine. so. You'll be fine. Okay, let's get into it. What are we doing today? Well, I don't remember when I did it. I think it was last year sometime, and it was with Who Shall Not Be Named. Um, Voldemort? What? It was Voldemort. Yep, I had Voldemort on the show. And uh, we did our top 10 favorite, I want to stress the word favorite, IP games. These are not necessarily, we're not saying these are better than anything else. These are our personal favorites. Um, And you should have seen the fear in Toby's eyes when I suggested this. Because he went, favorite 10, what? (laughs) Like, literally the last episode we recorded, I said that's what we were doing for this episode. He just ran into his collection and started pointing at stuff, writing shit down. I was packing up my stuff, and he was writing shit down. I'm like, hey, man, you got a whole month to think about this. You're good. So this was really incredibly difficult for you to do. Kind of sort of, maybe. I don't know. Just, well, to narrow it down to what I came up with. Okay. With all my honorable tension. Yeah. So, um, with that, let's let's get started here. Uh, so we're gonna do uh, ten through one. Uh, we're each gonna do our ten, then our nines and eights, and so on. And then we're gonna do honorable mentions at the end. Uh, so Toby, I'm gonna let you go first because I'm very curious about you. Okay, so, what right. is your number ten, sir? Number ten. Boom. We need some sound effects. <laughs> I'll add them in post. Okay. All right. So my number ten is um, Big Trouble in Little China. Oh. Okay. Okay. It's uh, wow. everything epic. I believe. Epic. I, I didn't write down all the company's names, so I think I my my apologies for yep. for that. But Big Trouble in Little China, mm-hmm. one of my favorite movies. I absolutely yeah, yeah. love that movie. And every time we have played it, we just have a blast. It's a fun. Game. We have a blast playing it because it is so thematic. Um. And when we added the expansion to it, I mean, oh my god, not very, not very often do expansions really do it for me yes. like that. But it did; it added that extra little 
boom, you know, push it off the yes. push it off the edge of yes. it. And it's it's so much fun, no matter what character you play, mm-hmm. because you feel like you know you are that character when you're playing it in in this game, mm-hmm. and it's so so much fun. And it's not it's not an easy game to to, to win. I oh, it, it really you is. know all those hell cards. The hell cards are hilarious <laughs> in a way. <laughs> yeah, um, but it's it's just it's it's a difficult game to play once you can get into the uh, the temple and go against um, Lopan. Lopan, thank you. I forgot his name for a second. I, was, I don't know what I was going to say. <laughs> but it's 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 a that's a really great game, and that is mine number ten. Okay, excellent, excellent. That is a good game. Uh, did not make my list, but it is wonderful. Uh, we did cover it on the show some months back. Yeah. Uh, wonderful game. All right, my number 10 is uh, based on a graphic novel. It was a game that I never even really heard about, and then the Gen Con that that game came out, which was 2022, I want to say, uh, it was kind of a buzz. And it is mind management. Ah. Um, the graphic novel, I read most of it, not the whole thing, but most of it is fucking nuts. It is nuts. It's it's like this world of kind of superheroes, but some of them are a little demented. Some of them are like in hiding. There's a secret organization that's trying to control minds. It's a really, it's a whole thing. It'd be very hard to sum up. But it, the, it's impossible to sum up. But the game, is uh, a one VR game. Uh, one person plays has the 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 secret organization, mm-hmm. and they're moving secretly on the board. And then everyone else plays the heroes who's trying to stop the secret organization from doing their nasty deeds. And um, I enjoy hidden movement stuff like this. Um, yeah, so. A game I did not put on. Oh, by the way, the rules that I made for this, and I did tell you this, so I hope you followed it, oh. was they had to be purely IP games. They couldn't be like IP adjacent. Oh yeah. So my example I'm about to use here is Last Friday. Yeah. Because it's it's like the idea is like Friday the Thirteenth, but it's not exactly Friday the Thirteenth. But that's also one of my favorite games because it's a hidden movement. Uh, one guy's a bad guy. Everyone else is trying to survive. Uh, but here it's more like the goal is the, the, the bad guy is trying to survive like a number of rounds and, uh, before he gets caught and he's got secret, you know, tricks up his sleeve. Uh, he's trying to do things. Um, there are these, there's this cool thing where you can open up boxes depending on who wins and then you add these new mechanics. It's actually full mechanics you add to the game. Um, uh, depending on who wins and who loses. It is such a cool game. Uh, mind management with management spelled MGMT, kind of like the band. Uh, definitely check it out. And I do want to cover that on the show at some point because I love playing this game. And I don't play it enough. So my number 10 is mind management. And I want to gloat. I got my copy not only autographed, but a special drawing is on the inside of the box that is done in 3D. And there's some 3D elements in the game as well. So I just wanted to brag oh, about yeah, that. Oh, yeah, there are, aren't there? There are, yeah. yeah. So I wanted to just brag about that for a minute. So my number 10 is my management. So. Very good. Very All good. right. We are number nine, Toby. What's your number nine? Okay, number nine is a uh, cartoon that I grew up watching. Uh, of course, remember, I'm older. So 
I grew up watching this, even though it was only on a year. It came out the year I was born, but nope. I remember watching it in reruns on Saturday morning cartoons. And yes, we had Saturday morning cartoons back then. Oh, yeah. Uh, but this is uh, one of my favorite cartoons, and it it's a great game, the way it's it's made, and even the way it's, it's played. It's very quick. You can play like 10 games in an hour, you know. But it's called Wacky Races. Uh, yeah. It is a Simon game. I have not played this yet. We have it, not played this. It yet. is a Simon game. Now the I, when this came out, I knew I had to get the deluxe version because <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> loved this cartoon. And if it, Jason looks behind me or behind him, there are Funkos. Oh on, yeah, there are Funkos on my yes, bookshelf of the Wacky Race yep. Races drivers. Confirmed. But uh, in the game, you've got these beautifully paint—I mean, beautifully painted uh, vehicles that represent all the cars and Wacky Races. Mm. And it's it's a very simple game to play. You just you, you know you're just, you're trying to screw each other over. You're the other <laughs> racers, racer, which is what you do. Yeah. And of course, you have Dastardly and Mudley who yeah. who. They don't, the game controls them. Mm. And even if they're in a lead, they will always set a trap or something like that and fall to last place because that's what they did in the cartoon. They never won a single race because yeah. they were just trying to screw people over mm. and try to win a race. And they always, they always failed. Yeah. Um, so they do that in this game. So it's very thematic. And you'll notice that in my list, <laughs> Almost all my games are very, very thematic. Oh, okay. Um, so it's very thematic. It's it's a something from my childhood that I absolutely love, and I still love it. Um, actually, I'm going to get that out very fairly soon and rewatch them probably. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> I have I have a set. I have a the the well. It's only one season, but um, yeah, Wacky Races is my number nine. Yeah, I want to play. We, we got to play this sometimes. I've not oh, played I, this yet. I'm always. And we down. also cover in the show as well. So yeah, uh, cool. All right, my number nine is. Uh, so I always have fun trying to explain this. It is based on a drawing that a web comic with in a web comic made, and this is Trogdor. Oh! <laughs> So, okay, I need to fully explain. So, there's a website called homestarrunner.com. Uh, it was made by these two brothers. It was just uh, a Flash cartoon that they did back in the 2000s. And they created all these characters. Um, there was a Homestar Runner. Uh, there was, uh, and then there's Strong Bad, who's kind of the villain of the, sh of the series. And so... On the website, then they sp spin off into a thing called Strong Bad Emails, where uh, every week he answered real emails from people. <laughs> and one of the emails was somebody asking him to draw a dragon. And so he was showing people how to draw a dragon, and he drew a dragon that he named Trogdor. And it's a very specific-looking dragon. It has It's, it's an S uh, with a beefy arm um, and a spitzfire. And it's got a theme song, and uh, it became like it became a popular character. So then, eventually, uh, they made a video game called Trogdor, and then from that, they made a board game of it. So that's the explanation of what Trogdor is. Uh, the game, I'll go really quickly. Uh, you're um, you're Trogdor, and you're trying to burninate 
everything on the board. Burninate. Burninate. You're trying to burninate the cottages <laughs> and burninate the peasants. Mm-hmm. Um, that's your goal. It's a cooperative game, and everyone takes turns controlling uh, Trogdor with these action cards that have movement on them and special abilities uh, and all these other things. And that's what you're trying to do. You're just trying to move around, burn these. Uh, you got to burn cottages. You got to burn peasants. Uh, and you got to burn the tiles. The tiles are these like little thick cardboard tiles, over. like twenty eight of them. They make a map of the sort. And then um, when you go onto the tile, uh, you turn them over. I'm guessing that maybe it's twenty five or something. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah. what the grid is. It might be five by five, but yeah, I'm not. You know that or six by six. I yeah, I'm not remember. certain. Uh, but anyway, you, you turn them over, and then if you get them all turned over, you win the game. Now, there are uh, these knights that, you know, can hurt you. And if you get hit, ter- if you get hurt too much, you lose. Um, but here's a f- the probably the best part of the game is if you do get hurt and you do lose, you get to do one final action called Burninate, where you draw all these movement cards and then you move in this pattern. And if after all your movement, uh, everything is burnt, you win the game now. <laughs> and it is by far the best thing that they have included into a game. And it is so much fun. Uh, and I think it's a little underrated. I don't see a lot of people talking about it. Uh, and it's a shame. And I think you can find it like on Amazon. You might be able to look up HomestarRunner.com and look in their store. I think they have it there. Uh, it could be found. It's just not easily found. But you can still get it. So my number nine is Trogdor, the Burninator. And I have the the, the deluxe. I do not, uh, which was the minis for yeah, the uh, peasants, right? Right. Well, pretty much everything. Yeah, can, I did not get Cause, that. Because you can have the little things to put on their heads to where they're on fire. They're on fire. Yes. Yeah. Uh, awesome. I had a crappy job when that came yeah. out, so I had to get the cheap version. Uh, but yeah. There you go. Trogdor is a fun game. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree with that. Uh, number eight. All right. Number eight is going to be, um, this is a solitaire only oh. uh, game. I believe, did it come out last year or did it come out 22? I, I cannot remember when it came out, but um, it's Cryptozoic. Mm. Yeah, it's Cryptozoic that came out that, that brought it out. It's uh, based on a graphic novel. Oh, it's Batman: Dark Knight Returns. Ah, okay. This game was so cool. They just it, it takes the entire two volumes of the Dark Knight Returns, and you can play it out. Oh, okay. It is really cool. And like I said, it's a it's a solitaire game, and it's not an easy game to to play and and win. Um, the, 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 I, I, of course got the deluxe edition <laughs> Yes, and, uh, it has some really, really cool minis that, that come with it. Okay. Uh, which I had not painted. What? Yeah, no. Well, they got, they got these little plastic bases and I'm like, how am I going to paint around these without getting, without uh, fucking up the bases? Okay. So I got to figure that out. Cause they, it would look really cool painted like Frank mm-hmm. Miller style. You know, artwork. So, are they like the gray plastic, but the bases are painted? The the no, the paint the 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 bases are just plastic, clear plastic. Oh, so okay. So yeah. So oh, okay. So I, yeah. I, I see the problem. Yeah. So if I want to prime them, I'm going to prime to prime them by hand. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so you 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 play this game and uh, you're you're acting out the entire uh, 
story of the Dark Knight Returns. Turns, okay. And it, the the mechanics are really nice. Uh, artwork is fantastic. I mean, it's it's Frank Miller's artwork. Okay, and it okay. is is just beautifully done and and um, just a lot of fun. So that is my cool. that is my number eight. Your number eight, okay? Uh, yeah. No, I have not played that because it's a solitaire game. I mean, not because it's a solitaire game, but because I don't have it. But it sounds cool. It sounds really yeah, it's very cool. cool. And I think you could you can actually I think you can add more people to it. I think they I think they added a variant. Oh, okay. to it where you can have you can play more people. Okay, okay, I'm done. Yeah, that's cool. All right, uh, my number eight um, is uh, a really interesting IP game because it covers like a whole series of movies from the same studio, and it is Villainous. Um, uh, okay, I could group in here uh, the Marvel ones and the Star Wars ones. I am mostly talking about the Disney ones. Because I played those the most. I've only played the Marvel one once and the Star Wars ones half of one because we were playing at a Gen Con and then yeah. I had to leave to go meet a friend. Right, right. So I let you and Tim finish it. Right. So I played half of the Star Wars one. Uh, but I'm mostly going to count the, the the Disney one. And there is, and I'm going to count your copy because I know you have all of them. Uh, there's the base game and then three, five plus. Because I know they've added more. I've got the Oogie Boogie one that I picked up. So, like, six, and then probably there might be another one that might be out. I don't, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't think so. I, I would have it. Um, anyway, so there's a base game, and then there's six expansions. Mm -hmm. But the expansions are standalone. You don't got to get the base game, because the expansions include everything that you need. Uh, but basically, this is a... Uh, it's a game where you're kind of trying to do your own goal. Um, you pick a character, and it Ranges from like Captain Hook to Jafar, uh, like a villain, like a popular villain from any Disney cartoon movie. Um, and there's like so many I can't even name. Like Pete from the <laughs> the Steamboat Willie. Right. Um, uh, what's her name? Cruel de Vil. Uh, Ursula. Ursula. Maleficent. Uh, Prince John. Um, the evil Queen from Snow White. Evil, yeah. So you play as one of these characters. And um, each character like has their own goal. They have their own thing they're trying to do. Um, and they're all very different. They all do different things. And all you're just trying to do is trying to accomplish this goal. You have one deck of cards of cards that you play. Uh, you have a figure and a board with four spaces. At the beginning of your turn, you always have to move to a new space. Uh, you cannot use the same space that you were in. And then each space gives you a series of actions. But... People can fuck with you with the second deck of cards, which is like the hero deck. I forget what they call it. Fate deck. Fate deck. And there's usually like the heroes are in that deck. And then your opponents can uh, do an ability where they can draw two cards from that deck and then have a card cover up two of your actions. And then you have to fight that card in order to get it off. And it is a lot of fun. Uh, it is a little strategic. It's oddly strategic for kind of a family weight game because you have to try to figure out, like, you know, if I want to fate, you know, Toby's character, which one would be the best one to do? Uh, you have to figure out your own stuff. You got to figure out the best way to map your goals. Um, sometimes there's like a series of things you got to do in order to get to your goal, um, especially more in expansions. Uh, the expansions get a little more. I feel it got yeah, more complex. I, I think so too. Uh, the base game, a lot of them were just simple. Like Prince John was literally get twenty power you tokens. Get the coin. Yeah, right. that was it. Um, but then you also have to figure that out. Like, okay, I got to spend some tokens to play cards. Mm -hmm. 
So there's like a, to say so there's still a strategic thing there. So um it's a lot of fun. It's really cool screwing with your other players. Uh and it's just it's just a fun time. So uh my number eight is the mostly di- Disney villainous. Uh I didn't mind the Marvel. I gotta try the Star Wars one again just to get a full feel of it. Uh, but I am mostly talking about the Disney villainous one for my number eight. So good one. Number seven, sir. Okay, number seven is going to be um, um, this one of my, it's from a, a uh, animated cartoon. Uh, this was my favorite cartoon as an adult. Okay. Um, and probably still my it probably is my favorite cartoon of all time. And it is the Batman the Animated Series, the board game, but Batman oh. the Animated Series is the best. Okay. In yeah. my opinion, is the best uh, superhero cartoon ever they did that just it just had wonderful writing had wonderful voice actors mm-hmm. and i mean mark hamill is to me the best joker yes. period yes. no matter no matter what no no offense to anybody else who play has played the joker but mark hamill no, mark hamill mark hamill had that character down 100 percent. well anyway in this game it's kind of a dungeon crawl to some extent no, well maybe not you, you don't have as many boards mm-hmm. but um you have goals in your Pretty much acting out the episodes of of the TV show. Okay. And each you, you, your character has a set of cards, and they have a uh, um, certain and they have a uh, dice that they're going to be rolling. So it's, it's a dice chucker. Um, and you're borrowing what I the, the mechanic that I like the best about this is that you're borrowing the abilities from your neighbors. So this is you're truly a team. Uh, as you're battling the, the villains. So if I was playing as Batman and then Jason was playing as Robin and then like Tim was on my right, he, he was playing as Catwoman or whatever, <laughs> or whatever. Right. then you can borrow, you can use some of their abilities and so on and so forth. But once again, very thematic. The minis were fantastic. And yeah. I, of course I did the all in uh, oh, this so like a shot every time Toby says he got the all in the lux on the Kickstarter game. You guys be wasted. So it's like in this Kickstarter, there was like four boxes that came in this game, and all of them were completely filled with minis. And the artwork is, you know, beautiful. It is, yeah, it yeah. is the artwork from the animated series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just great. It is really good looking. Just, just really yeah. great, and it's it's fun to play. And I I still need to finish all the scenarios. I haven't played all the scenarios. I probably played like five or six, maybe I don't know. Oh wait, I now I remember, remember what this was. I yeah. okay, I did play this with you. Yeah, now I'm, yeah, I'm now yeah. remember. Not the Gotham City uh, Chronicles. Yeah, yeah it that was, was the, the, the of Harley Channel. Quinn. I remember Harley Quinn was in there. It was a yeah. bank situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, I do right. now remember this. Right. Okay, yeah, it was a good game. Yeah, I, think, I know we played the Man Bad one. I know, I, believe I, I know that, that. we probably played uh, like a Joker or Mister Freeze. Yeah, yeah, that does sound. But it's a lot of fun, and it it it. Brings back those memories of watching this show, and is I have watched this show so many times. When yeah. I, I mean, I have gone back to this, I don't know how many times, and I got to start at the beginning, and I and I watch it all the way through. Good show, you know, it's just a wonderful show. So DC makes the best animated shows. Okay, you know, they may get their asses kicked in the live action, live action, but their DC or their animated shows are. By far the best. Yeah. So even with all the movies that the animated movies that they make uh, now, mm-hmm. they're really good too. 
So okay. anyway, there you go. That is my number seven. Okay. And as you can see, I'm a Batman fan. Too, I, so. I I crack up because you said you were very much an adult when that show came out. I was like 13. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my number seven. I thought I was going to have for a living. <laughs> um, I thought I'd have this higher, but then like as I was making my list, it kept getting like pushed back. And so I, I stopped it at seven, and it's an, it's the new entry. I know this is new. Oh, by the way, I did not look at my old list before I did my current list because uh, I didn't want to be um, uh, get yeah or uh, yeah you want you want to make a try to make it new. I wanted to see if I can make it new. Uh, I mostly did actually, uh, but this is brand new because this game came out this year, and it is Rear Window. Um, we actually just talked about this last month. Yeah, last month. Uh, so I won't go super into detail. Uh, just go with that episode. But I was very surprised. I will reinstate this. I was very surprised by it when it came out. Because I remember seeing the announcement from Funko Games. And they were like, we're making a rear window game, board game. And I'm like, first off, that movie's easily, if not older than 50 years old. Um, which nothing wrong with that, but it's just a surprise. Yeah, well, Pastor. Uh, and then it's like, well, how do you do this? How do you make Ruindo into a board game? And like, you know, I, I don't know about other companies, but Funko's always mm -hmm. tight lip with how their games play. Because um, every time they announce a game, they're just like, hey, here's a game we got. It comes out on this date. And that's all they do. They don't show you how it plays. They don't show you the board. They don't show you cards, nothing. So we just had the artwork and the name and that was it. So we had to actually buy the game in order to see how it played. And, you know, we stayed in the last episode. We were pleasantly, pleasantly surprised because it is such a fun game. And you could play this at, like, a lot of people can play it. Because, uh, really, you could have, like, multiple people just mm -hmm. play. Because it's a cooperative game with one person, mm -hmm. you know, running things, sort of, putting cards down and whatnot. But you could have, like, fucking 15 people watch mm -hmm. the thing and try to guess what's going on. Mm -hmm. I, I I think this is just so cool. It's such a cool game. It's such a great idea. Whoever thought of that, I think it was Prospero Hall. Like, they're geniuses for coming up with a rear window board game in 2023. And it's like a Mysterium-style game. Wonderful, wonderful. So my number seven's rear window from this year. Six. Awesome. Number six. Okay, so number six, uh, yet again, another thematic game. And this is one of the most thematic games that I and you have ever played. And this comes from the Star Wars uh, universe, and it is Rebellion. Uh, or as my youngest nephew said, Rebel Lion. <laughs> so every time I look at that, I think of Rebel Lion. I was like, that was hilarious. But anyway, uh, if you're familiar with the Star Wars universe, and if you aren't, then where the hell have you been in the past century or right. past two centuries? Yeah. Um, so in Rebellion, you are acting out the new A New Hope. Yeah, Star, the, the the first, first Star Wars movie, first movie, May twenty fifth, nineteen seventy seven, which I was in line for. At that time to go see you, you just make yourself feel worse. Yeah. You just say things. Care. Um Yeah. Well, I mean, I remember that. I actually remember that so well, standing in line to go and see Star Wars. I was so excited. I was negative three. <laughs> but okay, so not only does this have fantastic minis in it as well, um, great artwork, 
the gameplay is phenomenal to bring this game to life, mm-hmm. to be as thematic as it is, uh, was just pure genius uh, by Fantasy Flights with a Corey... Canizia? Uh, uh, thank you. I didn't. I never can say his name. <laughs> My apologies. Um, but yeah, this is just a fantastic, wonderful thematic game. Uh, you can actually play with four people as well. It's, yeah. it's probably best with Team two. Yeah, um, better with two. But. but you can play with four, which I played with four. We have, and and uh, it, it it plays. I think we did. I think we have as well. Well, yeah, never mind. Go ahead. Yeah, um, but it, uh, it it plays very well both ways. Yeah, it did. Um, and it's it, it's just a really really cool game, really mm-hmm. fun. Yes, yes. That is my number six. Yeah, that is a yeah. that's a good one. That is a good one. Uh, so my number six, uh, again, we just did an episode about this earlier this year. Uh, yes, please. Um, is Jaws, the board game by Ravensburger Games came out 2019, I want to say. Um, and Hey, look at this. It's a hidden movement game, a one V all hidden movement game. I know. You like hidden movement games? My God. Oh, and wow. there's going to be maybe one more coming up. <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, but, um, so, uh, just really quickly, uh, it's a 1VL game. One person plays the shark, and they're moving secretly on this board, and they're trying to eat swimmers. There's two acts. Act one, you're trying to eat swimmers. Uh, meanwhile, the other players get to play has uh, Hooper, Quint, and Brody, and they're trying to stop the shark. They're trying to find the shark. Uh, yeah. Um, they're trying to save the, sh- the swimmers. Try to save the swimmers. Uh, While and the mayor's trying to keep the island open. They're trying to... <laughs> you gotta shut the beaches! <laughs> and, um... Uh... So then, yeah. Uh, and then once uh, either the good guys capture or find Jaws, or Jaws eats a certain number of swimmers, Right. Yeah. Uh, then it goes to Act 2. Which... I mean, I like both boards, but I think Act 2 is a little bit more fun because it takes place on the Orca, and there's eight tiles that represent the Orca, and um, the the shark player has cards that they that they have, and, uh, oh, I'm sorry, no, there's cards that are put on the board that have A, B, and C on it. The shark secretly picks one of the cards, and that's going to dictate where the shark will pop up and eat the boat. And the players are trying to figure out where Which, he's where gonna he's going to go, and or eat a eat a <clears throat> eat a person. And then the the good guys have to just kill Jaws, and Jaws' health meter is like a crazy number, like twenty or something. And then like everyone else is like at five. Um, you got weapons. I think it depends on how you did in the first... How many swimmers you eat and first stuff set, like that. First yeah. act. Uh, and I, it's, it is so much fun and it's, it gets tense. Uh, cause I have played as the, you know, the good guys. I have played as one Brody or Quint or one of them. And it's very tense, like not knowing where the shark's going to pop up. If you had the right weapon equipped, cause you got to do all this before the shark reveals themselves. And, um... Uh, so you don't know if you're going to waste a turn with this baseball bat or a shotgun or he's going to be right on you. And, yeah, you're going to get chomped, but you're also going to smile, you son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> so 
Uh, this is such a fun game, seriously. And it's a mass market game. Target sells it, Walmart. And, you know, this is why I try not to belittle stuff like that because you would be surprised how great some of these mass market games can be. And Jaws is just a great example of that. So I have to give it up to Jaws, my number six. Ravensburger, well done. And I will add to that, it's like, like what you said with Rear Window, mm-hmm. you know, you take a, a, a movie like that, and how do you make it into a game? Exactly. It's like, how would you make Jaws into, into a game? a board game, you, right. you have a player play as a shark. Uh, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we are on number what? Five. Number five. All right, so um, number five um, was one of my favorite games. It still is one of my favorite games, but it has kind of lost a little bit uh, just because of some controversy. Uh-oh. Um, which uh, is too bad. Very, very much. It's it's it's, it's too bad. Okay. Uh, but it's the Harry Potter Hogwarts oh. battle game. Oh. You know everything okay. going on with J.K. Rowling. Yeah, and things like that. Yeah. It's too yeah, bad because yeah, yeah. I was such a Harry Potter fanatic and freak. You know, I loved the books, loved yes, the movies. Yes, 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 yes. Um, and I, when this game came out, I was so pumped for it. Um, and it, it is a really good game because you can play through all the books. All the books, yeah. You know, you play you play the first book and then you succeed, you move on to the second book. And then you, you, you're you opening up boxes, which is like a legacy game where you, you're opening yeah. up boxes and you're bringing in new characters, bringing in new items, blah, 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 stuff like that. You're, and it gets harder. And it gets harder. Oh, yes. And it gets difficult, more <laughs> difficult, more difficult. And it is so much fun. And I mean, I will sit and I'll play this by myself, you know, with all you four, with all four characters. You, you can, know, I'll, yeah. I'll play this by myself, and it's just a it's a blast. And I'll yeah, play yeah. through all seven, seven books, books, you know. Yeah. And I love it. It just it's just too bad that we have the the, the whole the whole controversy. No, yeah, I, but, I agree. Um, um, so yeah, that is. I'll just I'll just leave it at that. That is uh, Harry Potter as my number five. All right, my number five. Um, is um another type of mechanic I like, and that is a hidden traitor mechanic. Yeah. Uh, uh, I like games like this. I like games where you can try to lie, try to trick people. It's a lot of fun because I don't get to do that in real life because I'm <laughs> I am at, I am at heart a good person. But if I can if I can if I can lie and trick people and not hurt anyone's feelings for real, I am down for it. And my number five is The Thing, Infection at Outpost 31. Uh, I could have put um, The Thing, the board game, like the other, the big, mm-hmm. big one. And I came around on Who Goes There, the second edition, because mm-hmm. they actually fixed a lot of the problems that I had. Uh, but I'm I'm staying true. I This was the first one that I played, and I really love this one. Um this is, I always take this to Gen Con when I teach games because it is so much fun to watch. Just, just, just to watch, um, people interacting, interacting with each other, just constantly accusing each Trying other, to figure it out. you know, cause you play these cards that have sabotage on them. And sometimes you may not be able to help, but play a sabotage card if you're a good guy. So then you might get accused a lot of times of being infected. Uh, whereas sometimes the infected player, could be like laying low and they're trying to like, no, nah, I'm not going to sink this mission. I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and put in the items that we need. I'm going to hang low. You know what I mean? It depends on how you want to go about at it. 
Um, it is so much fun to watch seeing people accuse each other, get mad, and be like, I don't trust you. Last time we were on that mission, <laughs> the fucking thing attacked us. The thing was on, the, the room was on fire. It blew up. You didn't try to put a fire around. Yeah, you didn't discard a fire extinguisher. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it, it's, it's a good time, uh, to watch and to play. And, um, I try to run it every year at Gen Con just because it's so much fun to watch. Um, and I think there's like a newer edition out that you can buy easily. The one I got is the original. I think you got it too. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember who did it right now, but uh, right now the op I think has it. Well, so they you, did it too, didn't they? Not the they, original they copy. The original? Oh, okay. I think they ended up buying the rights or something. Oh, okay. I don't remember who did it the first time, but something happened I and they remember. couldn't they couldn't put it out anymore or something. Mm. Uh, but I have that version. Um, anyway, uh, my number five is The Thing, Infection, and Outpost 31. I know I didn't talk about the game a whole lot, but, uh, I think you should go into it kind of blind, and we did do an episode on it, so. So go back and listen to that. Go back and listen to it. That was last... <laughs> it was last year. We covered all last year. three. It was last winter, yeah. because I remember I wanted a winter-themed right. show. Yeah. It was last yeah, year. We, we did all three of the... the we did all three of them, games. absolutely. Number four. Number four. Number four is a game that you and I, uh, Jason, have played many times, and I know that we will play many more in the future. Um, it's uh, the longest-running TV show, probably, I, I think. Uh, the 60th anniversary is... Is this week? Ah, uh, yeah. So uh, this is a this is Doctor Who uh, time of the time of the dollar time of the dollar time of the dollar. So being Whovians as as we are, uh, you know, I I love class. I love a new Who and I love classic Who. I've yeah. watched everything. I've got, I have all the, the all the DVDs. My my wife got me into it uh, when we first started dating. I was not. I did not know anything about Doctor Who really. Okay, now that I know there. Oh, really? Right. I, I did not know that. Right. Okay. I I was all. I always kind of looked at Doctor Who as oh, it's so cheesy. I I, I don't know if I'll, I'll like it. So okay. I never really watched it. Okay. And, and yeah, Sharon got me into it. It's okay. Man. So. Uh, in this, you portray one of the doctors, and you're you're going around to different uh, planets, or you can stay on Earth, whatever however you want to do it. You can roll if you, you can roll a die, and the TARDIS will take you where it, it wants you to go. Yes, um, but you're you're going there, and you, it's like um, uh, elder uh, elder, not, sign. elder sign. It's, yes. it's kind of like elder sign. How you're rolling the dice, and you're trying to you you uh, try to. Um, uh, put the dice to what's on the cards. Yeah, there's what's symbols. On a, there's the different symbols. You're, yeah, you're, you're trying, trying to match the them symbols. up. Yeah. Right, you're trying to match them up. Thank you. Yep. And uh, you're trying to match them up, and if you complete that, you'll get rewards. And it's kind of sort of semi-cooperative because you're actually trying to, to get to Earth before the Daleks... Uh, or Gallifrey, I'm sorry. Not, yeah, you're, we're starting at Earth. We start on Earth. You're trying to get to Gallifrey. And trying to get there before the Daleks beat you there. So it's semi-cooperative in that way, mm -hmm. but you still want to be the first one to get the Gallifrey to win. Mm -hmm. And what's kind of cool, and but at the same time, is kind of a bitch, <laughs> is when you regenerate. Oh, yes. Because you regenerate and you become an, a, another doctor. Yes. You know, if you're the first doctor, you become the second doctor and so on and so forth. Right. But you have to, like, change all your cards around. And you have to take the little plastic thingies off your minis, which got broken mm. many times. You know what, man? I didn't <laughs> make the game, okay? Don't get mad at me. I know. You broke, you broke one, broke... but Sharon broke one, too. Yeah. So. 
But why are they so fucking cheap? Don't yeah, have to it, be exactly. that cheap, if, especially if you're going to be moving those tokens or, it, or those ex- bases around. Exactly. Why? They, they needed to come up with a better mini, or yeah. they or they needed to do something else with the plastic bases. Anyway. But anyway, that's that's fine and dandy. I mean, I glued it back together, and we're, yeah, we're good. Now, so. But no, no hard feelings. No hard feelings. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, no, don't worry about it. No, don't worry about it. <laughs> Because uh, it, it's it's all good, but uh, it's it's so much fun, especially yeah. if you are a Hoovian. This is what I was. I mean, I was just like when this when I heard about this, I was so pumped, and I was like, I I couldn't wait. And then we pre-ordered. I don't pre-order a lot of stuff. I pre-ordered mm-hmm. uh, uh, the expansion stuff for you. Those are a long time. You, coming, you and I, and it took forever. And <clears throat> um, I mean, when because it took forever for them to get the Jody. The third doctor and the eighth doctor yes, in that set. Yes, yes, and I was like, yes, oh, when is that going to come? Yes. So hope, I'm, I'm hoping that they'll continue that with the new, the new guy, the new doctor. Whose name I can't remember, and I apologize for that. Shooty Gadway. Thank you. Yeah. Um, which, I'm glad Sharon's not listening to this because Sharon still doesn't know who the the next doctor is going to be. No way, so, really. Yeah, she does she really God, she just she just doesn't look at any of the pages. Right? Yeah, that's, so, wow. Uh, yeah, no, I'm very very proud of her for doing. Okay. It. So anyway, um, Time of the Daleks, Doctor Who, wonderful, wonderful game. Yeah, my number four. Okay, um, my number four. Um, I'm putting this in there, but it's a catch-all. Um, I'm putting in Arkham Horror, the living card game, but it's a catch-all for all the Arkham file games, because I like all of them. Um, and, you know, in case anyone's curious, like, well, that's not an IP. It is based on the writings of H.P. Lovecraft. Lovecraft. Mm-hmm. They were stories that he wrote back in the 1920s, and that's all I'm going to say about him. And, uh, <laughs> uh, but... Yeah, we don't want to get into anything else. Uh, but his works are, uh, public domain. Yeah. So they're just open for people just to make games. Uh, the Fantasy Flight kind of has like the stranglehold on it a little bit. Other companies have made Cthulhu games and stuff similar, but Fantasy Flight has made these like Arkham Files, that's what they call them, series of games. Uh, and they include Arkham Horror, uh, both sec, well, there's a first edition that I've never laid my eyes on. Uh, a second edition, and then a much, much better third edition. Third edition's great. Uh, Mansions of Madness will fall into this as well. I love Mansions of Madness. Um, Eldritch Horror. Um, Elder Sign. Uh, Elder Sign, yeah. So any of those games that have the Arkham Files name attached to it. And the, the card game. And and I love the card game. Um, I, I went fucking gaga and spent, I don't even want to know how much money. <laughs> On all the cards for this game, uh, and I even bought like a like a little card case for it, kind of like how you did with Legendary. Oh, yeah. that's how crazy I went with okay. Arkham Horror. Okay. Um, but I bought a little case for it. I got like fancy tokens and everything. I, I went nuts. Um, but I enjoy all of them. I like. I think equally. I can't think of one I like more than the other. Um, you know, if if Toby was like, "Hey, I want to play Match the Madness," I would fucking come over and do it right now. Uh, or, you know, when the next, whenever the next expansion for third edition of Arkham Horror comes out, whenever the fuck that may happen, it's been a long time. Uh, Toby will get it and we're all in. We're just immediately in. Yeah, that's um, wonderful. Yeah. So hopefully they make more because it is such a, it's a wonderful, I love how they fixed the third edition. Yeah. And, uh, I do like Eldritch Horror. I, I don't play it as often, but, you know, when I do, I still enjoy it. Elder Science, cool. Uh, I don't have anything, you know, they're all to me equal. I, I would play any of them equally. 
the card game's a little more advanced, like, you know, it's more of a lifestyle. You kind of have to dedicate time to getting the cards and then trying to find time to play it and stuff like that. There's a lot of scenarios to it. But, um, yeah, so my number four is any of the Arkham File games from Fantasy Flight. But if I need to put one game in here, I will put the Living Card game. So that's my number four. Uh, three. Number top three. three. Okay, so number three is um, something that's from my top ten uh, favorite all-time best games. <laughs> I'll just kind of say that, I guess. Well, okay. at least at least in my opinion. Okay. Um, this is a game that is out of print. Um, it's it's uh, something that goes very high on on eBay or any place that you want to try to get. It. It is a Star Wars game, and it's uh, it's the Queen's Gambit. Uh, so it's it's Episode One yeah. uh, from the Star Wars prequels. Prequels, yeah. Um, and in this, you are playing as either the Naboo player or you're playing as the Trade Federation. Now you can play four people with this as well, but I think it's best is t- at two. Um, but what's really cool about this is you, you've got the tower, the Nabu tower, and it's, mm-hmm. it's three floors and you put it together and you can move your, your pieces around on this, on this three dimensional board. And once again, just so thematic. This yeah. game is so thematic because you've got the battle in the tower going on. You got the battle with the Gungans going against <laughs> the, the, the robots. Yeah. Roger, Roger. <laughs> uh, you've got the uh, the the Jedi versus the Sith yes. on one part of the board, and then last you've got Anakin. This is pod racing. You know he's going to, he's going to try to to uh, shut down the the blockade. Mm-hmm. So you've got all these things that you're doing with two decks of cards, and you only have like four cards that you can play every round. So you got to try to figure out what your priority is and how you can get more co- you can get more cards by defeating characters and so on and so forth. But it's so much fun. I just love it. I mean, I'll, I'll break it out and I'll play both sides just by myself. <laughs> it's just so much fun. It's, it's, it's a blast. Um, and I'm so glad I bought it when it came oh, out. Yeah. Cause it came out like 2000, 2001 or something like that. It was I mean, I, like what? 30 bucks or something. Right. I mean, I, as soon as I saw it, it was, I just I was like, oh my god, I gotta have that. Yeah, so, yeah. and I did. I bought it right away. It's Avalon Hill, and they just did a fantastic. The minis are fantastic, and it's so much fun. We we played it. We played it not that long ago. Yeah, yeah, Star Wars, yeah, Star, well, our Star Wars episode. Uh, yeah, yeah, probably May. May, yeah, yeah, yeah it, it, was, May it was in for May. So it was just so much fun. It's it's a great game. It's a great game. It's a game that I will continuously go back and play. I'll I'll get the itch for it. It's like, oh, I gotta play that again. I'll probably play it again fairly soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I got a shitload of <laughs> <laughs> new a pile of stuff that you need to get. Yeah, through. yeah. I got all my new games that I need to get through. So maybe I won't. But anyway, there we go. Uh, Star Wars: The Queen's Gambit. Queen's Gambit by Avalon Hill Games. All right. I'm gonna have you guess what my number three is. Here. <laughs> guess what? It's a hidden movement game. I don't know. What do you think it possibly could be? Uh, Hint number two. I had a special birthday request to play this game because I loved this game so much. You were there. Wavy was there. Kelly was there. Wait a minute. What did Felicia we play? Was there. Wow. You forgot already? Yeah, I know. All right. I'm old. That's it. It's Fury of Dracula. Oh, oh, that's right. Fury of Dracula. Um. My God, I love this game so much. Yeah. It's my third favorite. 
IP game. Uh, if I were to do a top like 100 of just base favorite games, this would probably still be in top 5. Because uh, I have so much fun with this game. I know, I always play Dracula. I've never played Has the Hunt. I, well, no, I take that back. I think I played once with you <laughs> yeah, as you as Dracula. True. But I've always only been Dracula. Because I have the most fun as Dracula. It's the most fun part. Because you're, you're Dracula. You're moving around secretly across this map of Europe. Uh, you're trying to... Um, what's that called? Trap people? Or... Uh, what's that word I'm trying for? Um, like, uh, you turn these cards over... Uh, oh my god, it's on tip my tongue. It's in, it's in the trap. Yeah, what's that called when you like uh, you, you're, when you're an investigator playing, investigates a place? You turn it over and it's a vampire attack. Yeah, yeah, whatever uh, that's called. Um, I it's, can't it's remember. It's like a trap or something. Well, anyway, yeah, so you get to do called. stuff like that, and you're just trying to survive like three weeks uh, without getting caught. Right, and then uh, if Dracula can go that long. Um, or he does like a lot of damage to other people, and that makes this uh, influence track go uh, up to 13. Mm -hmm. uh, he wins. And I have won a few times as Dracula. It is, it's not easy. It is super not easy um, as Dracula. It is probably the hardest player or character to play yeah. uh, because you have to, you know, you have to be smart about where you move, where you start even. Even your starting is like strategic enough because um, sure enough, you think you know what? No one's gonna think to go like you know to to England up in their island, England, and then inevitably, what I always say, I always inevitably, say some player will go. I bet he's in England. I bet he hid way up there. Yeah. So you got to think about these things. But it is so much fun. I love playing this game so much. I I the downside is it's kind of long, so you can't like Let's always play quick. <laughs> so you can't just be like. You know, next week, hey, I'm gonna play for Dracula. It's got to be a thing you got to kind of plan for. Mm -hmm. uh, but I look forward to it. I love playing it. I love playing as Dracula. So my number three is Fury of Dracula, based on Bram Stoker's Dracula. In case anyone wants to give me shit for it. <laughs> uh, so there you go. Number three. Number two. Okay, number two is a game that uh, one of the the games that um, I have played probably the, the most in in my collection. And we've played it several times too. And I could actually include kind of like how you did with Villainous. They have different ones that they have included in this. So this is Legendary Marvel. I knew it. Okay, so Legendary. I this is probably my favorite deck builder. I, yeah. I absolutely love it. It's a great deck builder. And Legendary has you know they have a Predator one, they have an Aliens one, they have a James Bond, they have Buffy, they have a new Matrix one. A lot of them. Uh, you know, I I think it, I made it Firefly. Firefly with bad artwork. <laughs> um, but I have all I have them all except for the Firefly because I had that but the artwork just pissed me off so yeah, I, I, I ended up selling it I'm really talking about that okay <laughs> um, so in this you can you know you pick who you want as a villain you pick what the the um, scheme is mm -hmm. you know or you can do all, this all randomly however you want to do it you pick what characters you have and this is a game that I have. I have every well. I have everything except for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh yeah. I did not like having the stills. It was movie in, stills. Yeah, yeah, I like the artwork that's on the the. the that's the game. fair. That's that's fair. That's just me. Yeah, I can see that. Um, so I I enjoy playing playing the the artwork 
cards. So uh, this is a game that everybody always enjoys when we when we bring it out. Mm-hmm. I think it's semi co-op. Well, it's it's cooperative. It's cooperative, if but you, one person there's can, a points value yeah. thing you can ignore. Right, exactly, and which. Yeah, we we do go by the sometimes points. we go sometimes, with yeah. sometimes, but mostly yeah. you can just ignore it and just yeah. say, "Hey, we won against whoever." Right? Because normally, you know, if you're going against Galactus or Thanos or yeah. something like that, it's like we better work together yeah, to, to, to together. defeat them. But it's a really cool uh, deck builder. It works the the mechanics work really really well. Um, it's got nice flavor and, and yeah. theme to it yeah. Uh, yeah. as well. I mean, theme's not fantastic. But it still works very well for what what it, what it is, being being a deck builder that it is, and it is my favorite deck builder that that uh, I, I I never played. So anyway, um, so the legendary the legendary system is really good. So if if Marvel's not your not your thing, you know, try out the Alien. You know, if you like the, the Alien movies, or try Predator or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But the the system that if you like deck builders, that system is really works well. Yeah. But Marvel is my favorite one of that system. Okay. That's my number two. Number two. Okay. Um, my number two. You mm-hmm. mentioned a few back. It's Doctor Who: Time of the Daleks. Um, everything you said, one hundred percent agree. I won't spend a lot of time. Uh, I really love this game as well. Um. I I would always I'm always down to play this. Uh, sometimes right now. Sometimes I see you posting you playing this, and I was I almost I get tempted to say, "Can I come over?" Please do. <laughs> sometimes, um, but I love this game. It is so much fun. You're right. The regeneration's a bitch. Oh, I was gonna say actually, uh, the reason why I think regeneration's a bitch is because uh, when you regenerate, you regenerate the doctor. But you keep the uh, the companions, and sometimes the companions don't work well with right. doctors. So that's kind of where you get fucked. Yeah, because like you know, like Rose is only good um, for the eleventh doctor, but when twelfth doctor kicks in, like, nothing. It's like nothing. Yeah, you don't get any extra dice. So any dice, might extra like bonuses. Something. Yeah, yeah. just um, like that. So, so what I kind of like about that, if, if yeah, yeah, go, go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead, is like. You could have like uh, Leela, mm-hmm. you know, with with someone, and then you regenerate Leela's with the first Doctor. I would love to see something like that. That would be fantastic. No, I, you're right. How would the first means... Doctor react yeah, to Leela? Yeah, yeah. So anyway. no, you're right. That is fun. <laughs> no, no, that's good. Uh, anyway, no, I don't got much more to say. You kind of, you really did say everything that I would have said as well. Uh, fun game. Um, Crappy minis. Um, that's one game I wish like Simon would pick up because as much shit I talk about Simon, their minis really are great. Yeah. So if there's a way we can make a deal with Gale Force Nine and Simon <laughs> to like have them make the minis for it, I'd be all for that. My number two is Doctor Who: Time of the Daleks. I agree. All right, the moments we have been looking forward to are number one. I've been very curious what you would have put out of your thousands and thousands of games, <laughs> most of them IPs. So please, without further ado. Okay, so my uh, number one will be from one of my favorite novels um, written many, 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 many years ago. And they made movies uh, of them, and there's been so much other stuff. But it's um, the, the game is War of the Ring. Uh, Lord, of, Lord of the Rings, War yeah. of the Ring. Okay, this game is probably the most thematic game I've ever played. It, yeah. it it plays out all three books 
from beginning to end, you know, you, if you're taking on the role of the, of uh, the hobbits and the fellowship, um, you, you really feel like, like you're, 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 you're traveling to, to Mordor, you know, trying to get rid of the ring and you can keep the fellowship together. If you want, you can break them apart and have the hobbits go on their own. You can, you can be, you can, you can, you can retell the story. How you, however you want <laughs> Yep. You can you could tell the story exactly like Tolkien wrote it, you know, and and break them up and have have everybody go their separate ways and stuff. Or you can you can keep them all together, which usually doesn't work very well. <laughs> but, um if you play as the the shadow, um is it, it, it you're you're very very powerful because you can actually you know, if you if you lose some orcs or goblins or whatever like that, you're going to regenerate more. <laughs> okay, you're going to get more. But if you start losing your your um, he, your people, you know your your armies of Middle Earth, you're not getting them back. <laughs> you know you got to be very strategic the way you play your cards. You wrote you know uh, to to win these to win battles. Or I mean, it's not even really a, a territorial area control game. I mean, it can be because that's one of the goals that you can do. Um, but there's there's several different goals that. that that to win the game for okay. both sides, okay. um, and the the mechanics you roll the dice, and depending on what the die symbols are, you're going to put that you're going to play cards to go along with those dice, and you know you can use this die to muster troops. You can use this die to move Gandalf you someplace. You can use this die to move an army, whatever you know, and is just is brilliant. It is absolutely a brilliant game. And I will add a little something to it because they came out with a game called Hunt for the Ring, okay. which is a uh, hidden movement, 1v all, which you would enjoy. Okay, okay so it's... won me over. Which, in which one person plays as a ring race and one person okay. plays as a hobbit. And you're trying to move Fro uh, Frodo to Rivendell and... Uh, I think just Rivendell. I can't remember. But it's a double-sided board. Oh. You're playing as Frodo on one side, and you're playing as Gandalf on the, uh, on the other side. Oh. And the ring racer is trying to stop him both ways. Okay. Uh, it, it plays exactly the same, rolling dice, playing the cards and stuff like that, as War of the Ring. It has the same mechanics, but it's a 1v-all uh, hidden movement. Game. Okay. So I'm just going to throw that in there with it, yeah, because it, just because it plays the same. And what fun. I do now, whenever I play War of the Ring, I play Hunt for the Ring first to <laughs> see how well the hob where the hobbits will start out at. If they'll start, if they'll start out in the Shire or if they'll start out in Rivendell, depending on how well I did in Hunt for the Ring. Okay. Anyway, there you go. That is my number one. Wow. Favorite IP game. Okay, my number one. I'm just going to ask, can you guess possibly what it could be? There's one game I have not mentioned yet that you know what I like. I don't know. My, I'm kind of brain dead right now. So Okay, yeah. that's fine. Go ahead. Star Wars Outer Rim. Oh, yeah. Oh, I should have known that. Yeah. I fucking love this game <laughs> so much. No, I, I've said this for the past like few ones. This is the game. I will literally drop anything that I am doing if someone says to me, I want to play Outer Rim. I don't care what I'm doing. I will call in sick to work. <laughs> I will I will run over here. I don't drive, so I will walk if I had to to play that. I love this game so much. And um so Outer Rim, it's uh it's set in this, you know, the Star Wars the Outer Rim system. And um 
you're playing has mostly like the 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 scum and villainy kind of people. Like you could be Han Solo, you could be Lando Carissian, you can be Chewie if you get the expansion. Um those kind of characters. IG eighty eight, Boba IG, Fett. Yep, yeah, Boba Fett. You can be those. And it's it's I say it's a sandbox game. The only thing you have to do is you have to get to ten fame. That's it. How you get that ten fame is up to you. You can do it by taking bounties. You could take it by doing jobs, by dropping off cargo. Um, there's a lot of different ways to get to the ten fame. Um, and it's it's like a good combination of a lot of things that I like. Uh, dice rolling, uh, sort of story driven. Um, you know, it has cards similar to like the Arkham Horror, where like you're on a planet and then you do an encounter and you read like a story and then you have to do a test of some kind. You roll dice, and depending on how well you roll, you either succeed or you fail. And um, you can do fighting, you can fight someone else, you can fight ships. Uh, the patrol ships that are, you know, if you're not friendly with them, you can fight them. Uh, there's just so much going on in this, and I always have a great time doing it. You know how you know how much I like this game. How much? One day I played this twice in the same day, mm. back to back. Um, I played it once with Rob, and then a friend of his came over. This is at Family Time Games, and we were describing it. And the guy was like, I like Star Wars. I kind of want to check this out. And I was like, fuck it, set it up again. <laughs> so I played it twice in one day. That's how much I love this game. And I wasn't tired of it. I, I was. I could have done a third one if I wanted to. Um, Yeah, it is so much fun. I really like it. Uh, I recommend the expansion. It's called Unfinished Business. I, I agree. They add, they add a lot of cool stuff to it. Uh, they add core worlds, which let you travel across the board faster. I really like that mechanism. Um, you get these little, like, I can't remember what those are called, like contracts or character sheets. or There's like these little things that you can now do with goals on them. I can't remember what they call it. Uh, but yeah. there's things you got to do. And then it's like four or five things. And then the last thing is like you have to win like one final test. And if you win this test and have, like, I think they may get eight fame for this. Um, you win the game. Yeah, you have less fame because and then, of that. Yeah, because uh, it makes it a little bit longer. Yeah. And then they add characters and you can play and you can pick up his bounties. Um, so much fun. Um, I would like for them to have no expansion, but I'd have no idea what that would be because yeah. every space is now filled up. I think every planet was used. I think they might be out of characters even. So I don't know what they would do, but it would be cool if they find like another way to do an expansion because this is... Serious, this is one of my favorite, at least, IP games. They do such a great job with this. So my number one is uh, Star Wars Outer Rim for Fantasy Flight. Um, one, two... They used to do Fury of Dracula. Uh, two... I'm just counting how many so Fantasy, Fantasy Flight, Flight games. games. I don't have as many as I thought. Okay. Anyway, um, let's do some honorable mentions. Let me go first, because I'm going to have way less than okay, you. Okay, okay. Uh, so I had uh, the Harry Potter deck building game, okay. as an honorable mention. Uh, I had Mars Attacks Dice Game. <laughs> Man, we haven't played that in forever. Because I, I just saw it in my collection. I was making my list, and I was looking at my collection. I saw it, and I was like, that's a fun game. It's a fun little filler. Um, and But it got shoved out of the list. Um, I had... Okay, I asked Felicia, and she said yes. So we'll see what you say. I had Sheriff of Nottingham. 
because not Sheriff Nottingham is a Robin Hood character. Well, it's a literary, yeah. So I, I guess so. I would. I so, but it's not. I made an honorable mention sure, just in case. Sure. Um, and then um, Marvel Dice Throne because I just got into that. And it's a lot of fun. I got the Deadpool expansion through Kickstarter. I can't wait to play with that. Uh, but that was all that I had for honorable mention. So please, what <laughs> else did you have? Um, it's not on my list, but I will say this: since you like Outer Rim so much, you need to watch Firefly, okay. and need to watch, need to play the Firefly board game because uh, okay. it plays very much like Outer Rim. You, okay, you would enjoy it, I think. All right. Anyway, okay, so I'll just go through these real quick because I can, I got a bunch. Yeah. All right. So um, a game that's I think it's out of print now. I'm pretty sure it is, and it goes big money on the market. Battlestar Galactica. Oh yeah. Um, they made a Fancy Fly came out with Unfathomable. Unfathomable. We could have put that. I put that in my Arkham. Files. Right, that's an Arkham file. Yeah. So they they reskinned it and, and did Unfathomable, and it's fun. But Battlestar Galactica is so much fun. No, I, yeah. It's fun. Um, next is one you had on your list, Rear Window. Okay. And whatever you said, I'll I'll agree with that. Um, another Fancy Fly game. Uh, God, The Godfather. Yeah, uh, just a fun little uh, uh, area control game that's that's thematic, um, and it could be very nasty because yeah. like you, you you can blow people up, mm-hmm. you know, like throw them in the water and you know let them sw- swim to fish. Yeah, yeah, yep. uh, but it's fun. Um, another game that I believe is out of out of print, um, War uh, World of Warcraft. Oh, okay. which I would love to play that. Uh, huh. But it's so difficult to get people to play and uh, to set up. Oh. It, it's just it's massive. It's it's oh. huge. Okay. Um, but it, it just takes a lot of time to, to to just set it up. Oh, I see. But but it's a really really good game. Um, we mentioned earlier. I've got a couple of zombie sides on here. I have Marvel Zombies uh-huh. and I have Night of the Living Dead. Ah, yes. Uh, zombie side as well. And primarily, I mean, I really enjoy the zombie side system. Mm-hmm. And these just pushed it even. More to the the greatness of Zombicide, just because they're thematic. You know, I love Marvel and I love Night Living Dead. Okay. Um, another um, uh, uh, Lord of the Rings is called Middle Earth Quest, mm-hmm. where one it's a one v all. One person mm-hmm. plays as the um, the evil uh, with Sauron, mm-hmm. and then everybody else is is going around completing quests and stuff. And it's not the characters that you would see in Lord of the Rings. It's oh. some other minor characters that are somewhere in, in the books. Okay. But it's it's a lot of fun to play. Okay. Um next would be Back to the Future, Back in Time. Yeah. yeah. Um I would love to have moved that up my list, but just just couldn't do it. Yeah. Uh, just it's just a lot of fun. It has a little DeLorean that comes with it. And you can you have so many different things that you gotta get done in so little time before your your family fades away. He's good. And it's just really, really nicely done. Um Star Trek Ascension. This is a really fun game as well. It's thematic. You've got it is a table hog. <laughs> um, it's not a. I mean, it could be a game that you can really you can make enemies of because you, you can attack <laughs> a lot, or you can just kind of sit back and 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 try to complete your goal. You know, as long as you're not, not like the Klingons or something like that, where you're attacking them all, all the time. But it's a great, great game. Yeah. Um, you mentioned the thing. I've got to go with the board game. The thing, the okay. board game, because yes. I do, I do like that one more than the Outpost Thirty One. And I think it's, I, I don't know, just the way that they they made that and approached it. I, I, I don't know. I just like that one a little bit more than the Outpost Thirty One. Not, not that I don't like the Outpost Thirty One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love 
I love all those because I love those movies. Yeah, that's fine. And the last one I have on my list we covered last month with Planet of the Apes. Planet of the Apes. So yeah. there you go. That's my honorable mention. Wowie, wow, wow. This was a lot of fun. Um, I know it was hell for you, but I had fun. I had fun making this list, discussing it with you. I did too. This was this was cool. Um, I too. So, uh, I mean, that's my that's what I broke it down. I had all these listed here, and I had I, I had to try to figure it out from there. Um, so my my original um list last time, yeah, it didn't it didn't uh change a whole lot. Um, the top three was mainly the same: Outer Rim, Doctor Who. Uh, I guess the thing slid down a bit. Yeah, the yeah, Fury of Dracula was number three. Yeah, I so I, I switched out the thing and oh, you had horrified. I had horror. I really, yeah, I had horrified. Just Jaws, Die Hard. So um, I made this last year when I was really playing this a lot, and we yeah. covered it on the show. Uh, Thanos Rising. Uh, there's Villainous and there's Trogdor. Okay, so right. you know, so it's a little bit different. You know, the top, you know, the top three is about the same, but. Um. Yeah. So that was my that was my list comparison. Okay. That's gonna do it for uh this episode and for 2023. We will be back in 2024. I don't know what we're doing in January. I'm gonna figure that all out. Um. But we will be doing something. Obviously. Uh. Thank you guys very much for listening. Please, if you can, go to rabbitholepodcast.com and go check out not only other episodes of this show. Uh, go check out every other podcast that is down over there. Uh, a lot of great stuff to be had. Um, and uh, that's it. That is going to do it for another episode of this awesome podcast called Sin and Gamer. Toby, thank you so much for doing this with me. Thank I appreciate you. for you. having me. Uh, everyone out there, uh, have a good New Year's, and we'll see you in January. Happy New Year. Happy Merry Christmas. And Happy Holidays. All that good stuff. Do all that good stuff. Copyright 2023 Rabbit Hole Podcasts, rabbithole podcast.com.